Episode 12, Unpacking My Boxes, Caged Without a Voice. For your reference, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. John chapter 8, verses 31 through 32. And verse 36, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Psalm chapter 40, verse three, he has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. So as you know, we have been in um, kind of the cycle of a series of Unpacking My Boxes where we are really um, digging into our our hearts. We are trying to bring down those walls, tear down those walls, uproot those strongholds to allow God in to uh, the places in us that are filled with trauma, filled with hurt, filled with pain that um, until now, we didn't want to talk about it. We didn't want to touch it. We didn't want to look at it. We, we didn't want to discuss it. But now we, we, we long for that healing, for that wholeness, so that we are able to truly live the uh, abundant life that Jesus has promised us and to be able to um, make it to our place of purpose. Um, for this episode, we have another guest. I'm so excited. Her name is Shaquilla Anadobe. Did I say it right? Lord have mercy. Yeah. Yes, yes, I did it. <laughs> um, she is the author of Cage Without a Voice. Um, I I couldn't think of a more fitting top uh, title for this episode. Um, the title of her book to me fits this purposely uh, perfectly. So, um, her, the name of her book is Cage Without a Voice. She is also the host of the podcast Simply Shaquilla Talks. Um. Most importantly, she is a domestic violence survivor. Thank you, Jesus. And a mighty woman of God. Through the disappointments that she has faced, she still was able to find love again. And God blessed her to get married. And so I just want to welcome you, uh, Sister Shaquilla. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Um, before I even um, get started, I just want to say I give God all the glory, the yes. honor, and I just thank God for this divine connection. Because yes. in this thank season, you, He's gracing His women around like-minded individuals. So yes. I thank God for this divine connection that He made. Yes. And Yes, thank you so much for that. Yes, thank I you. most definitely I, you know, we we had an opportunity to kind of chat a little bit before we got started and um, you know, like I said, I mean God is really uh, showing himself in this season of my life and and with this podcast and um, you know, has taken it in a direction that um like the word says, um Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. The next verse said, but he will reveal them by his spirit. And I just thank God that um, I am able to see what he is doing. Not only um, is he using the words that he has given me to um, help women heal, but even just the testimonies of uh, women who have gone through some of the situation some of the trauma some of the experiences that people that people who will listen have have experienced to know that you are not alone and not only that you, that you're not alone but that God is faithful and he is a deliverer Amen. so yes he is um like I told you yes. I you know I um when I when I ran across you on Instagram I mean just I don't know, just the fact that you were a survivor of domestic violence was the thing I think that really caught my eye. Um, and of course with the Lord and the, and, and the spirit, you know, in, mixed in there as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. because I know, you know, I know that women share that testimony and I know that there are women who either are still in those situations and can see no way out. Or women who who have made it out, but yet they still have that residue. They still, um, you know, they have not been able to heal and truly move forward um, and, and, and leave that uh, behind them. And so um, just, you know, share your testimony. Tell us well, what God I has just, done. 
Yes, absolutely. And for anyone out there listening, there is hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You do not have to settle for less. Um, um, my name is Shaquilla Annie Doby, and I just wanted to say first and foremost, you know, I believe that things happen for a reason, and yes. it's not just because of our own bad decisions. Yes. I think God yes. it has to get the testimony out of our life because there's other people that's um, that's waiting on us to hear this, yes. and our life is not our own. And the Bible states Jesus. that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words right, of our right. testimony. Yes. Yes. So when I met my children's father, um, God instantly showed me that he was in darkness. And when I say that, I say, God told me, you'll be the light. You can bring him to me. And you know what? To be honest with you, I thought that I can change that in my own way. Mm-hmm. And it was the wrong decision because I, I couldn't do it in my own strength. God yes. had to do it. Yes. And it's crazy that after leaving him, God did it. But God had to sit him down. Now he's a double amputee. But I'll get into yes, that yes. Um, before. You know, I, before, I'll get into that later on. But mm-hmm. um, it, I, I was, I, I would say, uh, I would say I was about 22 years old. I met my children's father mm-hmm. just on the street ran, randomly. And not only that, he used to, um, he owned a restaurant in the city of White Plains, New York. Mm-hmm. And, um, he would bring food to my college and me and him made contact eye to eye contact and we mm-hmm. uh gave each uh, you know shared our numbers mm-hmm. and then after we started you know talking of course mm-hmm. then one thing led into the another another mm-hmm. and being saved at the time mm-hmm. um i didn't know you know you could just fall into sin by just you know simply thinking you wanted to have sex that's right. just sinful right there just right. thinking of the act before you even do it yes. but long story short not trying to get too deep for people mm-hmm. um we met up we talked we went out on a couple of dates or whatever and remind you he's 20 years older than me mm-hmm. so basically we had really nothing in common mm-hmm. but um the sexual part um mm-hmm. we were not on the same level as far as communication wise he was i guess he lived a whole 20 year decade than i did already he mm-hmm. lived there been there done that mm-hmm. he had experiences of his life that I haven't um, experienced. But Mm -hmm. however, what I saw in him, I saw uh, a longing for a man that wanted a family, Mm -hmm. a longing for a man that wanted real genuine love. Mm -hmm. And not knowing, being in my vulnerable state, my father died when I was five and my mother's mentally ill. I was longing for a father figure. So I guess I grasped to him in essence Mm -hmm. of looking for that father figure, that love, and come to find out, you know, the first couple of years that we dated, we courted, Mm -hmm. he was amazing. Then I found out I got, you know, a couple of months later, I ended up pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he didn't didn't show me his true colors Mm -hmm. um, until I actually had my first child. Mm -hmm. When I had my first child by him, that's when he started to try to seclude me, Mm -hmm. um, move me out of my hometown and move me up where the woods and the mountains was and Mm -hmm. Hill. And he started to actually verbally abuse me. The dark secrets that I thought I was keeping in as a child, Mm -hmm. um, you know, confining in him as a friend, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as a companion, he used it against me. He started to say, you're going to be retarded just like your mother. You're not going to amount to nothing. If you ever leave me, Mm -hmm. nobody's going to want you with you you and your two girls and you're fat, you're this, you're that. Like he started to use those words. So eventually he was not um physically abusive it started firstly first of all it started emotionally then Mm -hmm. it started verbally Mm -hmm. and then it ended up physically Mm -hmm. and then when it got physical at that point of the time on august 17 that's when i knew that i had to get out because it was either me or him dying Mm -hmm. and it was just like god i didn't want to get to the point where i have to kill a man that i had children by Mm -hmm. a man that i say i love and my daughter got in between us 
when we were physically fighting, and I believe he wanted the children's um, birth certificate. That was our major fight mm -hmm. because he said he'll take the children and go to Jamaica and leave me by Jesus. myself. That's one thing you don't do to a mama bear. Right. You don't threaten her against her children. Right. That's one thing you do not do. And he said he wanted to take my children to Jamaica and never mm -hmm. return. And mm -hmm. that's when God said it's time to fight. It's time to stand up and it's time to stop backing down from this man and use what I gave you mm -hmm. he said this is you doing i gave you the authority to speak out of your mouth and yes, i said you know what yes. god i had enough enough is enough mm -hmm. he said well take that leap of faith and i got you daughter i remember that night so clear um august 17th mm -hmm. i called his sister i called everybody in sight no one answered mm -hmm. the next step i called the police he left by time the police had came mm -hmm. because we had a, a big fight a big altercation but long story short mm -hmm. um this particular time we we normally had a lot of fights anyway but this particular time i heard a clear voice say leave Mm -hmm. and don't look back and when i when i left i left with clothes on my back and five dollars and some change Jesus. in my pocket and god said to me if you only got the faith of a mustard seed mm -hmm. i will move that mountain that's yes, in your life yes. and i was so i don't know i had crazy faith i'm telling you mm -hmm. i had crazy faith because Amen. i took the clothes off of me and my children back mm -hmm. and i left out with five dollars and i said god now you lead the way yes. well he had me get in contact with a domestic violence shelter they said they had a bed but i could not stay there until i get logged into the system so that mm -hmm. prior morning they had me stay there then after that i watched my kids fold out overnight then we got up and we had our appointment mm -hmm. well long story short they approved us to stay there and i stayed there for about a good six months mm -hmm. and in that time that's where i wrote the book because god said there's a word that needs to come out of you Amen. and there are people that are in bondage there are yes. people that are caged without a voice there yes. are people just not only in domestic violence but yes. people are in marriages people are living their daily lives being a single person just yes. caged and bondage for whatever they went through mm -hmm. whether mm -hmm. it was emotional physical or yes. mental they are going through abuse. And God, I heard the Spirit of God say, now this is the time for you to use your ministry. This yes. is your ministry, and there is people that is waiting, and that's going to be attached to it. Yes. So it, it, this blessing, I had so many people reach out to me, even in the shelter. They said, Shakula, how did you get the strength to do that with two yes. kids? Yes. This is like my third time around being in here mm -hmm. because I kept on going back. Mm -hmm. I said, but this is the time that I will not go back mm -hmm. because God told me he got me. And let me tell you, till this day, it's been about seven years and I have not returned back and I give God all the glory Amen. and the praise but That's I had right. the only thing I had to go back to do to heal this man and when I say heal him um, about a year after I left him he got admitted to the hospital and mm -hmm. in ICU he Jesus. was on his deathbed Jesus. and that's when I heard the spirit of the Lord say go back and, and show him show him that I am the truth the way and the life yes. because he didn't believe that you were a true Christian mm -hmm. but when he saw that the hand of God moved through you from yes. him that's when he opened up his eyes so I went back to the hospital and I declared and decreed every single day that he shall live and not die yes. to, to declare the works of the Lord yes. and let me tell you something that man is a living testimony he is here he is seeing, he is listening, he's doing everything. The only thing that God, that he, that, 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 he, that is taken away from him mm -hmm. was his legs. He's a mm -hmm. double amputee right Jesus. now. But God restored his vision and everything else. Mm -hmm. He was in the six months of deuce coma. For six months in the family, his family said he's going to die. Mm -hmm. And I said, you are, you are ashamed. You should be ashamed of saying that you got to have faith because God said he's going to live. Mm -hmm. He will live because God is going to get the glory out of his life. Yes. And I'm telling you, sister, he is still here after seven mm -hmm. years, but he's just a double amputee. Mm -hmm. He has no legs. 
but God spared his life out of that induced Amen. coma. The doctor said, Miss Williams, I don't know who you was in there praying to mm-hmm. because I'm a um I'm a atheist, but I'm telling you, whoever you Jesus. was praying to continue Jesus. to keep on praying because let me wow. tell you, it worked. This man was supposed to be dead in his grave, but God restored his life. So that's Amen. why I went back. I went back just to restore. And then after my assignment was over, I, I removed myself and right. allowed God to deal with that. Right. But I say that to say, just because you go through, you still have to show the love of God. If That's you it. could claim that you love God, you have to exhibit that. That's it. And you know, that's that's often uh, times a sign of uh, your healing when you're able to um, pray for or even minister to the very people that the um that the enemy you know tried to use to destroy you and to yeah. um to hurt yeah. you i am um, you know like i shared my part of my testimony with you i'm one of the young ladies that was in that situation um god really has uh you know opened up the space and the opportunity for me to minister and pray for her and um, try to keep her encouraged. And sometimes it's even in situations that are issues with <laughs> my ex. And um, wow. I know that some people think that I'm absolutely crazy, but like, it's, it's exactly what you said. You don't have the right to say, God has given me this gift. God has given me the gospel and, um, but you hurt me. So you are, you are off limits. Like I, I, you know, you're, I'm not going to deal with you. Like if God, like you said, God told you to return. If God says, I need you to pray for this person, or I need you to um, minister to this person, you know, who am I to be disobedient? Because who knows what, what blessing and not that we do it for blessings, but who knows what's attached to that or, or, you know what, better yet, who knows uh, what's would happen to that person if I'm not obedient? Now that yeah. that blood yeah. is on my hands, now I'm accountable yeah. for that soul because I couldn't put my selfish flesh and my feelings and emotions to the side to do what thus said yeah. the Lord. I I I, yeah. I know that experience wholeheartedly, and it doesn't yeah. always mean that people are going to be open to receive. But you don't you don't have you're not the judge of that. You don't have a way nope. of knowing who's who is going to receive how God wants to use you and who's not. You just have to be obedient. So yeah. I definitely, yeah. um, definitely have been in those shoes and definitely know that 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 is a very real thing. But um, yeah, I mean everything that you shared is amazing. I I try to take notes like when I listen to you know my guests because it it so much be go, going through my head and I don't want to mm-hmm. interrupt. Um, I think one of the main, well, there's actually two things actually. So let's deal with the first one. (laughs) So you talk about how, like when you met him, you know, you were saved and, um, you know, not having an understanding of how we can sin with just, um, like the lustful thought in our mind. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And like, so again, I told you that when I was, you know, really praying and asking God to show me your situation in his word and where he where he kind of kept taking me, then he took me into that scripture in John, the one about, um, so Jesus had told the Jews that, you know, if you, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Now we know, and you, you said this when you were talking about, you know, situation with your child's father, that, um, Jesus is the way, the truth and the light. So when we know Jesus and his truth, it sets us free. Um, yeah. how we are able to be in bondage is when we don't have knowledge of the truth. And and the Amen. word um, says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. So yeah. Yeah. I guess if I had to put that in a question to you with your situation with your ex, how do you think, because, you know, like you say, you were saved, but can you see maybe a place where um, a lack of knowledge of the truth maybe help? Well, I, I guess I, I kind of answered that that question, but um, where it enables you to be able to fall into number one, fall into sin, which then led to that place of bondage um, in in that relationship. 
to be honest with you, I was safe, but I was just doing church. Let's keep it honest. Oh, gotcha, um, that's, gotcha. that's what I was doing. That's all I was doing. Gotcha. I didn't actually have that real relationship yeah. with him Ooh, until he proved himself <laughs> yeah. that my children's father will live and not die. Yeah. At that intimate moment that I had, Jesus. that's when I knew that I was building my relationship yes. with him. Come so on, I'll keep it 100. I was safe, <laughs> I but it. I was just doing church. Come on, Come on now. Somebody. Come on now. Come on, now. Come on now. And people just don't was, understand how that that uh gets you that that lead you can lead you down this path of having you in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. It can. Yes, ma'am. That that is a, a that's a form of deception. That's how I, yeah. I I really believe that that's a form of deception because then the enemy lulls you into thinking that you are okay. I, you know, I, like you yeah. said, I'm doing church. Yeah. I I'm there every Sunday. I'm there for Bible study. I'm you know I'm participating. I might heck you might even be in a choir or on somebody's usher board or you know whatever. But mm-hmm. N- mm-hmm. at the end of the day, without a relationship like like this this scripture, you know, Jesus told them. It's not mm-hmm. going to church that makes you his disciple. It's when you abide in his word and he is yeah. the word. So when you abide yeah. in him, come on now. Yeah. I ain't playing yeah. with you today. I felt like, yo, <laughs> God, God, listen, that enemy was trying to slip me like me. Okay? Yes. Because I was like, I'm safe. God was like, you ain't safe. I'm going <laughs> to put you out there. I'm going to give you that. The only Jesus. thing I ask is that will not to take your life, but I'm going to put yes. you out there. So if come you think now. you're safe, and you good. Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. He did me like, yo, like, uh, I was out there. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I go to church. I mm-hmm. do this. I mm-hmm. do that. No, that mm-hmm. don't make you a Christian, nor does it make you better than that's anybody right. else that's out in the world. Come right. on, somebody. That's right. That's right. It's yeah. all about a relationship. And it's so, sure. so it's, yeah. it's, it's funny that you, well, it's not funny. And it's no coincidence because, you know, like I told you, as I was preparing for this, that is what the Lord kept speaking to me. And yeah. <laughs> in my head, I kept thinking, yeah. well, like, Lord, I can't assume that this lady, you know, don't have no relationship. Well, I must say back at that time, I can't assume she fell into no type of sin or, but when, so when you, when you shared that piece, it was just like, my Lord, um, you know, thank yeah. you, Jesus. Because again, I, you know, like you, like you said, I don't know you and you don't know me. And so for the Lord mm-hmm. to have shown me like people, I really want people and 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 like you said let's be real because we want to kind of tiptoe around the truth and we 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 don't we have a hard time with being transparent sometimes with ourselves let alone with other people where sometimes our bondage and you you said you you i mean you said a lot that's why i said i had to write stuff down (laughs) but sometimes our bondage is due to the choices that we made now sometimes we we find ourselves in situations um and it's you know like the word says you know count it all joy when you suffer um and you're suffering for Christ's sake, but you know, you yeah. can't be mad when you suffer for something that you've done wrong. When you yeah. you find yourself in these yeah. uh, positions and these predicaments that are because of the choices and decisions you made. Yeah. And here's the thing about it. Like, you know, I don't know why that just keeps sticking out to me that you said you were saved, but you didn't know that you can commit a sin. Just what your thought. This is yeah. where people, I, I feel like, you know, even just our, this, us talking in this episode, let this be kind of like your uh, light bulb moment of, like, this is nothing to play with. You have to get into your no. word. You have to rightly yeah. divide the scripture. You have to know what the Lord is yeah. saying because then, true. just like um, when they say uh, ignorance of the law is no excuse, just like you tell a cop, well, I didn't know that, you know, let's just say, I didn't know you, you know, I had to completely stop at the stop sign. Well, you still getting a ticket because it's still the law. You don't get a pass yeah. because you didn't know that was the law. Same thing Come with on. God. We are perishing. We are in situations of bondage. We are being oppressed. We are not fully healed because we don't take the time to really know God's truth. We sit in sanctuaries. We listen to preachers. We take what they say as as Bible. When you got us, the word says study to show thyself approved. Not listen. Yes, yes. So. I mean, just so much that you said that was just, you know, kind of like this confirmation of what God had gave me to to even do this with you. Where sometimes we're in bondage because we're making decisions and choices. We 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 have, you know, things that 
come creeping up out of our past. So like getting into your um, testimony of, you you know, like longing for the father figure and then, you know, your mom having um, her mental health issues, which ironically in a couple of weeks, I'll be having someone talking about that. So I'm just like, Lord, Lord, you truly are in it. But, um, uh, last the last episode I talked about um, voids I talked about how we have these voids where we didn't yeah. get those things that we needed or perhaps yeah. someone yeah. left our life and you know whether it's it, whether they left prematurely because of death or whether because they walked mm-hmm. out but whatever the case we're left mm-hmm. with a void mm-hmm. and we yeah, spend unfortunately we spend some of our life trying to fill it with all the wrong things when the only person that can fill it is Jesus Come on, come on. And I knew that. Because huh? he was there. He was there with Amen. me. Yep, you are. Right. Amen. And That's I... when my real relationship began. He said, wow. I'm going to show you who I truly am. And wow. he did. He did. Wow. He did. That is amazing. He did. That's amazing. And I. Because you... I was trying to find it in mm-hmm. worldly things. Yes. I was trying to find it in yes. man. Yes. I was trying to find it in money. Yes. I was trying to find it in sex. But yes. he said, nope. I am the way, yes. the truth, yes. and the light. Absolutely. Come on. And um, that's what I knew, that right then and there, he was tearing me apart to build me for something greater. Yes. Yes. And, and At that moment. That was, yep. a, that was another thing that you said when you said that... Um, everything that we get led into is not always the enemy that sometimes no just like no. With, like you said just like with job god will put us in places put us in positions put us in situations because he's trying to get the glory because he yeah. he needs us to be the testimony to someone else or because he's yeah. trying to do something in us where he has in his uh providence decided that this is where I need to bring. So with my situation, uh, my testimony, I shared with you, you know, last year, one of the things that I kept saying, like, okay, Lord, I know you're moving. I know, I know I'm in your will. So I know that obviously I'm, I'm going through this because you have allowed it. And I kept saying, but why this, why this, why, why the destruction of my marriage? Like I, you know, at the time I was so, you know, afraid of entering into another chapter, a, a new chapter of my life that in my head didn't include my husband, my husband at the time in my marriage. And I just couldn't fathom my life like that, um, that mm-hmm. I couldn't see what he was trying to do. And we, we can't see into the future, but we have to know, we have to trust that he has, he knows the bigger picture. He sees, mm-hmm. um, the word says he declares the beginning from the end. So he already knows how this thing is going to play out. He, he knows yeah. steps down the line that you can't see and why it had to be that situation. Yeah. So for me, if, if I can't see anything else, the fact that I'm sitting here in this conversation with you ministering to we, women about being in situations of bondage and they don't have to stay, then yeah. that's why it had to happen. That's why it had to be yeah. that. Amen. There was other mm. people waiting, attached to it. That's what you said. Yep. You to said your, that. Yep. Your story wasn't just for you. Yeah. Yes. You said that's what you said. You said that he showed you with your uh, situation that, that not only were you caged, but that there were other, there are other women yes. and there will be, there will be other women. That's the thing about it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't just yeah. end today. So you, you yeah. are no longer caged, but there are women who are no. still caged. And like you said, in various types of situations where they're in bondage, some women who are suffering silently where you, you wouldn't even know that they're, they go home to some horrible situations. And if they can hear mm-hmm. your story, and hear how God not only brought you out, but I think the, the the beautiful part is how He then turned around and took you back to use you for His glory. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um. What? How that can free someone, or what that can do, uh, for someone. Um. And, and God just said, "Allow me to use you. Yes. That's all freely. Yes. Freely. You mm-hmm. ain't gotta be all deep. I can use a dirty wrench, and mm-hmm. He used this dirty wrench." Amen. 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 And that's, uh, um, there's a scripture that says, um, um, that, you know, our righteousness is, is of filthy rags, but how he still will desire to use us, even though, you know, we, we're not worthy. He finds us worthy. He finds us, you know, usable. He, he'll do the work in us that needs to be done. He'll cleanse us. He'll, whatever it is, to, that needs to be done and he he doesn't look for us to be perfect he looks for us to be yep. usable he wants us usable and he wants us willing and to have a heart yep. postured in obedience how you were willing to be obedient to go back to the very person who had hurt you the way that he had 
um, yeah. for the glory of God. God gets the glory Amen. out of that. Um, wh- why did you choose the title you chose? Why did you name your book what you named it? Because, as you can see, I'm a talker, and I love to talk, mm-hmm. and I felt that I was losing my identity being with this man. Amen. Um, yeah, and I just felt that the more quiet I was getting, the mm-hmm. more the enemy was using mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, um, I used to be in depression, bad depression, oppression, mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. anxiety. Mm-hmm. As if there was days where I wake up out of my dream like, God, take me now because I'm living in hell. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if this is what it's going to become, I might as well die now. Jesus. I used to eat myself, like, to die. And Jesus. when I say that, literally, literally. Mm-hmm. I was over 300 plus pounds being with this man, literally. Jesus. Wow. Wow. So, because all the negative verbiage, all the, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. you're going to be just like your mother, your this, mm-hmm. your that, your mm-hmm. this, that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know my identity. I lost my identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being with this man. Mm-hmm. So I felt caged. I felt mm-hmm. closed in. I Jesus. felt like I didn't, I couldn't speak anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what the enemy does. Yes. He likes to get Close you by your yourself. Yes, he does. And he used you like a twirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, so you got to be careful. You got to be careful because the enemy will try to use you, yes. uh, you know, use your silence against you. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Absolutely. what you will try to do. Absolutely. And I, I've said so that, um, I've said that before in, uh, I think in a couple of the episodes where the enemy will use your good heart, your good intentions he will use them against you. He will take them and find yep. a way to twist them and pervert them um, because that's, yep. he's always looking to pervert the things of God. And we we have to be careful. We have to. Be, that's why uh, we are admonished throughout the scriptures to be praying at all times, to always pray, to remain prayerful, to have a prayer yep. wheel turning. Because the pray enemy, yes, yeah. yes, the enemy is always looking for his opportunity to um, twist and pervert the things of God, and he will take your very good heart that wants to love, you know, on. love on God and serve God and do right. He can take the, he could take something like that and he could twist it. If if, yes, if given can. the bright opportunity, he will twist. He don't it. care who he is. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. And that's why we have to make sure. Um, you know, like I said, so many things that you said. I mean, even how you talked about how um, you got to a point of recognizing the need for a relationship because when you know God. You you can't know what's not of God if you don't know God. First, you have to get to, it, it's just like uh it's just like you know in a relationship with your your significant other or with your spouse where you when you spend time with him and you um you get to know him you get to learn him you you know what he like and you know what he don't like and so with god it's the same thing you know what pleases god you learn what pleases god you learn that's why it's important like we had said to get into his word to know what he expects so then you will know when the enemy is coming to um transfer form himself into an angel of light when you will know that the workings that you are seeing is not of god but yeah. you can't know yeah. that without a relationship. Come on. And like I said, just because you're in the church, that don't mean anything. Yeah, it does not. You are so right. Anything. You are so you right. You could be hooping and hollering Sunday That's after it. Sunday That's and come still coming That's out it. a filthy rag. That's but it. come on. That's it. That's it. You, you. And that's where God, I don't know why, but God has been using me to like to attract women that's been broken in the churches. Amen. In the four walls. That's, and it, because this topic is not being talked about. That's it's, right. Oh, stay with your husband. Yeah, um, you know, but no, cover Jesus. it up. No, you need to open up your mouth and talk about it and expose that devil. Because that's a spirit. Jesus. This is not something that's supposed to be swept under the rug. This topic is not really talked about. That's it. It's stay with your husband and be a good wife. No, that's why it. he's kicking my butt. That's I'm it. ministering. I'm praying for other people in the church, but this man is going back home abusing me. Right. And not just there are, and not a, just physical. That reached out to me as well and was like, "Wow, this is crazy." 
and not just physical, I believe. I believe that there are women who are in situations where they are emo- being emotionally abused. There are women who are being verbally abused. I believe that there are situations where, like you said, women, you know, you, you're coming into church and you're told to just continue to pray about it. And there are women who are um, dealing with spouses that are consistently unfaithful. And, and, and it's not to say that God... Um, you know, that God cannot turn a thing around because we all know that and we believe that. But like in my situation, like I shared with you, mm-hmm. I, I, for a minute was refusing to see that this was God, that God, the t- the time was up for this relationship because God had said so yes. that God, yep. God is not going to allow Amen. And it is in his word. He's not going to allow his people to be misused. He's not going to allow his people to be mistreated and and abused. Now, there may be some situations where the Lord wishes to move in a certain way and and he will turn it around. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes, Mm -hmm. just like you are expected to have a certain level of faith and operate a certain Mm -hmm. way, you better believe that there's expectation of your spouse as well. And we know in the word that the man is called to be the head. He is called to be the covering. And if you are not operating, God, he is a forgiving God. He is merciful. But if you are not seeking, um, not only repenting, but then seeking to turn from your ways, he's not going to keep allowing his daughters to uh, suffer that abuse and that mistreatment. No. Amen. I I mean, when you said that, like that just kind of sent a chill down my back because this is something that I have been saying lately where um, the sometimes uh, the enemy is able to use the church as a means to keep people in bondage by the things yep, that we are, yep. we are telling people. And, and we are, then I was deep, deep yes. and now I just know I got my relationship and I'm good. Don't, don't get me on that deep mess. Cause that will keep you in bondage for real, for real. It will. Amen. It will. Amen. We, and, and that's why, discernment is so important that's why a personal intimate relationship is so important you you cannot uh move over the voice of god to hear the voice of those that are in the church and and i'm not i'm not preaching or teaching against the church god knows i'm not but what i'm saying is we have to make sure that the people that we are looking to for counsel are the people that god has sent to give us counsel that they are in a position to give us counsel that they are uh, the, Lord, the Lord has given them wisdom to counsel us in our predicament. Just because your grandmama stayed doesn't mean that that's what God's will is for you. Come on. And so we, we can't let the enemy, this is exactly what we were saying about how he will take people's good intentions and twist and pervert them. You know, yep. Sister Susie telling you that you just got to pray and try to stick, stay in there and work Come out your on. marriage. That it's, That's a good, that person telling you that has a good intention. She wants to see your marriage work, but that don't mean that that's the will of God. And the enemy Amen. knows how to get right in the middle of, of that and then use yep. that to keep you in a place of bondage. Use that to keep Amen. you in a place where you're being oppressed. When we, we done read yep. the scripture and we talking about how the son, when you know the truth, the truth makes you free. And whom the son yep. says free is truly free indeed. free indeed. You have to yep. know the truth of the word. You have to know the word himself so that you can yep. discern, okay, Lord. Is it your will that I continue in this or with my situation? Like I told you, I was, I was, I knew God could give me the power to forgive. I was willing to forgive. I was trusting and having faith that God was going to, you know, give me the strength to do what I needed to do to hold on to my marriage. And all the time, mm-hmm. that was not God's will. It was nope. not His nope. will. But you, if you listen to Sister or Pastor Boo Boo or Sister Susu, they'll be like, no, you just got to pray. You just got to do gotta, No, you, yeah. this is, yeah. no, no. And and sometimes yes, sometimes that is sometimes that is uh you know that sometimes that is what somebody should be doing and then sometimes it's not. But we have to right. be sensitive to the spirit to the spirit and discerning spirit. Yep. to know. Yep. Is this what God would have you to do? Does is that what God that that was not what God had for me? Because like I said, it's true. It's true. Excuse me. Um, uh, my my true. ex had a responsibility as well. He had a responsibility to repent and turn from his what he was doing was wrong. What he yeah. was doing was wrong. And and there is and and what I'm thank so when I told you I'm, I'm thankful for many things. Another thing that yeah. I'm thankful for is that I I was able to receive that revelation that that it was the end and and move on. 
I, I'm thankful for that because had I stayed, we wouldn't be on the phone right now. Right. Amen. Amen. You Amen. can't, you can't step into purpose. You can't step into your next place of promise. You can't nope. elevate. And I, and, uh, ironically, I talked about this in the last episode where when we, when we don't recognize that the, the, this situation has expired and God is looking to move you on the grace for that season is, is gone. He, cause he's taking yep. you into a new place. New, yep, yep. Yep. Don't miss true. it. Don't miss it. Yep. Yep. And I, amen. Amen. And when he told me to get out, I had to be obedient. That's it. At that point, that's when I had faith like a mustard seed. I'm like, that's I don't it. care. I got $5. That's it. And I got my clothes on my back. But we are, we are about here because that's this it. is not what God planned for my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And, and I also came to find out that hurt people hurt people yes, because come to find yes. out over the years, my children's father got hurt. He was molested. Wow, and Yeah, so it was just a lot of things um, that came out in the light after, you know, Afterwards, we, you know, right broke up but at the wow. end of the day it um, I, I just my prayer for him is that God really show him who he really is that's and it. that he heals him yes. holy and truly yes. you know that that's yes. my plan for him no yes. hate or anything right. um, I still pray for him till, for this day you know and right. just may, may God just, may he really find God and his that's power it. that's it that's it and, and when you yeah. can get in that place um, you in a good place to be where you can pray because that's what the scripture tells us to do. Pray for those who hurt you. Pray for those who, you know, uh, spitefully misuse you. You, the, the scripture is not, um, an eye for an eye. The scripture is not because the Lord says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. So what, whatever, um, whatever your ex had, whatever was coming to him, it's not your place to give it. You are not nope. God. It's not your place to dole out whatever uh, punishment or whatever it is that is supposed to be coming. The, the scripture is very clear. It tells you that you are to pray for him. That, yep. That's what your, that's exactly your responsibility what is to pray for him. Same in my situation. It's not my job to make, you know, my ex suffer or try to uh, nope. act in a way that will bring punishment on him or get revenge or no, yep. I'm, I'm supposed to stay yielded to God and keep him in prayer. Amen. Because when the last fight we had, he told me, he said, tell your family, anybody to come test me. I said, nope, I'm not going to tell nobody to come test right. you. Because there's a man that's up above, and when he yes. come test you, he yes. shuts you down. Mm-hmm. And when he shut him down, honey, he shut him down. You hear me? Uh, yeah. He shut him down. Yeah, and see. God said to me, what makes you think I was going to allow him to hurt you or harm you? He said, you are a prophet. And he said, touch my, um, see what he said? Touch my, touch my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Yep. Come on, somebody. God said you are my child, and he's my child, but he's, he's not gonna, I'm not going to allow him That's to do right. that to you. So right. when God shut him down, I immediately thought, was feeling bad. I'm like, God, I didn't say yes. to do all yes. that. He said, baby, <laughs> that, that, this is not That ain't got you. nothing to do with you. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with you. This is me and old boy, and we got to deal with it. I'm like, That's okay. It. My, my, uh, my best friend, um, uh, you know, she said that, you know, back when everything was kind of playing out and then she still every once in a while says it now that whenever the time comes that God, um, has to give my ex his just due that more, that I don't want to be nowhere around when it happens and that I bet not, and that I bet not go feeling bad for him because we all have to reap what we sow. Yes, yes, that compassion, that compassion, that's it. You know, I, cause I, and I, and I say that often that I, you know, I don't wish, I don't wish no bad on him. At the end of the day, he's the father of my children. And if he's not whole and right, then to a certain extent, they can't be whole and right. So I want him to get like you, same thing you said. I want him to get himself together. I want him to find God. I want him to receive Jesus as his savior. And I want him to do better because then he could be a better father to our children. And and, and if for nothing else, so he can be a better father to our children. But, um, you better believe that we all have to to reap what we sow and yes. I don't want to be nowhere around when you sow discord you have to reap you it yes, you gotta reap there's it. no way that's around it. it I don't that's care it. how good of a Christian you think you are yes yes you gotta reap what you sow and you have to um you also have to take the steps to make make your wrongs right and um that 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 uh spirit of pride and uh um you know people having an ego and believing that they have done nothing wrong 
um, pride, mm-hmm. beca- the word says that pride comes before a fall. So, yeah. um, I, you know, I, I believe that my ex, a big part of his problem is he's got a lot of pride going on. Um, but, yes, but, my, my, but yeah, even still, yeah. you don't have to answer to me. You have to answer to my God. I'm a yeah, child of the King. Yeah. You got to answer yeah. to him. And you know what? Sister, yeah. Sha- uh, sh- sh- Sister Shaquilla, I pray for him. I pray that God have mercy. Yeah. I pray yeah. that God have mercy. Yeah. Now that don't mean that don't mean that God to answer my prayer, but my prayer is that God have mercy. And and so I want you know women to be encouraged to know that you can God will move you into that place. I know that there are there will be women that will listen or think we're crazy, and that will say there ain't no way I'm not praying for him and he done did this to me. But God, if you let God. We have to learn surrender. We have to learn to yield. We, at the end of the day, God, you know, God understands. He knows that we are the the dust of the earth that he created us. He he understands. He knows he's not intimidated by our human feelings and emotions. But when you desire to do it God's way, at some point you have to get in a place where you can yield to what he wants, even if it doesn't make sense to you. It may not make sense. The things we're saying may not make sense to women who will listen. It may not make sense yeah. that we are able to forgive uh, the people that hurt the men that hurt us um, where you can yeah. you were able to go to the bed, the dying bedside of a man that had abused you. That that may not make any sense to somebody. But it didn't. my girlfriend said I would have left him there. Yeah. And, and, and most people, that's the because that's the human. That's the fleshly response. That's yeah. the natural response. Yeah. You hurt me. What I look like yeah. coming over here trying to help you and you to hurt me. It is the, yeah, like you yeah. like you had said. It is the, it is of the spirit of God that enables you to still yeah. feel compassion for somebody that hurt you, to want to yeah. um, you know help a person that hurt you. And if we allow God, He will move us in that place. He will give us the strength yeah. and the power that we need. Even though we yeah. might be looking down at ourselves like, what in the heck are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. But there was glory after that. I'm going to keep yes. it honest. God blessed me after that. So, I believe it. And I didn't do it for a blessing. But, but I, he blessed I, you nonetheless. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just pray God, you know, that he, yes. he used me, you know, yes. he used me. And listen, I'm humble. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Even to, to be able to take... Uh, you know, like that's to count that as a privilege that wow, Lord, even though this person did this to me, you, you would see fit to use me to go back to do something for you. Like when we learn to see God in that way, um, like you said, God is glorified. He gets the glory. His purposes are accomplished. Things that he has set forth are fulfilled when we can learn to look at it in that way, because you know, we are nobody. We are we are nobody yep. without God. We are nothing. Yep. And and you, yep. um, um, I mean, like I said, you said so much that just was uh, an agreement and just a confirmation of knowing that the Spirit of the Lord is in this. And I I know that okay. through your testimony, um, I know that women have been blessed and will continue to yep. be blessed. I know Amen. that they will. Amen. I definitely Amen. know that they will. Any final thoughts? No, I just want to let people know that if you trust God and you follow his purpose and his plans for your life, you will be in a, it would dismiss all, not saying that you won't have trials and tribulations, but don't deviate to your own understanding, deviate to God's understanding for your life and don't ever settle for less. You are beautiful. You are queen. You are worthy. And just know that God loves you. You don't have to endure pain, hurt, sorrow, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, whatever kind of abuse you're in, you don't have to deal with it alone. Trust God that he'll get you to the next step. Yes. Amen. Amen. And it, it is. So I, I definitely agree with all that was said to, um, to close. Like I had told you, um, earlier, I always end in prayer, but I thought it would be so fitting, um, <clears throat> to read, uh, Maya Angelou's, uh, Caged Bird, um, which is yes. where oh, her um, <laughs> book, uh, I know why the Caged Bird sings is based out of this. So one of the scriptures that I quoted, um, like I like I told you earlier, there's several scriptures that I, I like to think of as a part of my testimony of what I went through last year and how God brought me out. And one of them is um, Psalms chapter 40, verses 1 through 3, I believe it is. Um, but 
you know, in, in, you know, God giving me scriptures for your testimony and what you have experienced. Psalms chapter 40, verse three says, he has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. And so you were once caged, you felt caged without a voice, but now you have a voice. You have a voice in your book. You have a voice through your podcast. I thank God that he, um, we were able to make this divine connection where even I could use my platform to even get, to give you another uh, means of a voice um, so that you are able to sing that song that God has put in your mouth. You're able to give that beautiful testimony of what God has done so that, like you said, not only are we praising him for what he's done, but other people will see it and will hopefully develop that reverential fear of God and will begin to trust in him based on what he's done for you. And so I thought this uh, reading her poem would be appropriate. Uh, Cage Bird by Maya Angelou. A free bird leaps on the back of the wind and floats downstream to the current ends and dips his wing in the orange sun rays and dares to claim the sky. But a bird that stalks down his narrow cage can seldom see through his bars of rage. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown, but long for still, and his tune is heard on the distant hill, for the caged bird sings of freedom. The free bird thinks of another breeze, and the trade winds soft through the sighing trees, and the fat worms waiting on a dawn bright lawn, and he names the sky his own. But a caged bird stands on the grave of dreams, his shadow shouts on a nightmare scream. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown but long for still, and his tune is heard on the distant hill, for the cage bird sings of freedom. Um, in your in your story, in your testimony, um, you were once that cage bird, but once you once God was able to deliver you. Once the chains of bondage were able to be broken, you didn't know what was to come. You didn't know what was unknown, but yet you still were able to sing that new song he put in your mouth where the son made you free and you are truly free indeed. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this space. We thank you for this opportunity. Lord God, we bless that you will, uh, we pray that you will bless every uh, woman that will hear this podcast, Lord God, and that these words will be a blessing to them um, in their situations, that they will lead to a place of deliverance, a place of freedom, that you will be able to put a new song in their mouth, oh God, that they will give you the glory, oh God, and that all those who hear it will give you the glory as well. Lord, we just continue to ask that you will do great and mighty things through us, oh God, in us, oh God, use um our testimony, oh God, and what you've done for us to bless many women to come. And when it is all said and done, we will give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. I thank you so much, so much for um, blessing this podcast with your presence and with your your testimony. And um, I pray that God will continue to bless you. Amen. God bless you, sis. And we will talk off the air. Have a good night, you guys. You too. And until next week, be blessed.